We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. We I'm made Robin. it. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> Sorry. We made it. <laughs> we made it. A it, year in the life. It's been a year. This yeah. is the winter of our discontent, maybe. <laughs> I don't is know. Is it? I, I was uh, I was wondering uh, why they started it in the winter, um, and it's like I don't know. It, it to to me, it's like it, 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 it's like are they doing? Are, did they want to come in like a holiday special or something like that? You know, because I've yeah. never seen Stars Hollow look so snowy and so like oh hey, perfectly got, covered. We got Netflix money now. Yeah. We actually we have actual songs. We don't have just the mm-hmm. lalas. Mm-hmm. We have an actual song. Yeah. To go with our lalas, we got that. We got big bucks now. We're not oh. messing around with no WB money. Oh, the camera work is is much better. The, the, it's just the cameras look crisper. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny. I I was asked like I I was kind of dreading this uh, and. I got to say, I am not that upset about anything that's going on here or I'm not put off by anything. I, I asked my, my wife for a, a few more specifics of like, you know, like, don't give me any details, but what, why do people hate it? What is the problem? And it, you know, what she got into, maybe she'll get into more later, but she told me basically that they're just, it's, it's too much. <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> and I can see that coming into this uh, this little mini movie. Like they're just nailing you with the la-las. And, uh, and the, I, they're just – those la-las are so much more happier. They're like and, – and everything is just so much more uh, well-produced. But they're also like, let's check in with this person and that person and this person and that person. And uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, – a complaint that I was reading about was – it's just a uh, all these cameos are just oh we see Jason Styles mm. and now what I think is cute what is a cute idea is having uh, Rory's boxes all over town so she has to go visit different people to find that outfit I mean I think that's a brilliant idea uh, yeah but to me I was just like why did she send them all over town like did they actually <laughs> explain that. Well, I mean, I took it that she didn't want to overwhelm anybody <laughs> with all of her boxes. So her mom got a couple. Uh, Lane got a couple. Yeah, Emily. Grandma got a couple. Yeah. She didn't want to send them all to one place. Well, this thing starts off with... Uh, it's so funny that we're just talking about one thing today, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like we could have done two, but you know what? I, I'm... I'm enjoying that we're going to spend just a little bit more uh, time on these last four, you know, uh, before we say goodbye to Gilmore Girls. Um, so this thing, I, I actually started this on my laptop and uh, and had my earbuds in. So when we start off, it is like almost like we're going through some sort of like time tunnel or something. I mean, not yeah, visually, but we hear all the quotes. Yeah, it's been nearly 10 years. Mm. You know, just imagine it's it's 10 years and then you hear it's just bringing the memories all back. The, all those the famous the poodles. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm 
a little spoiled because I just watched Gilmore Girls for the first time, and now I'm going right into Year in the Life. And I was thinking, man, you know, one of my favorite shows is Smallville. And if Netflix just was like, I'm giving you a mini marathon, you know, like four mini movies of Smallville, and we're going to start right up with, you know, like the the town looks, the the town of Smallville looks exactly the same, and and the lo- and, and and the song choices are there, not the la la's. There's no la la's in Smallville, <laughs> but, but and then it starts off with all these like epic like quotes from the show that I remember yes. so well. Everybody I'd be so was, excited. Everybody was so excited. It was, so, I mean, because this had never been done before. Yeah, you know, now we're kind of spoiled to it, but you know, this was the. F- the first time and mm. people were so super excited. I mean, yeah, they brought stuff back before, but, um, this was, uh, this is interesting, um, that they would do this for this like limited run and these four mini movies, but it's, you know, like, I, like I said, in the last podcast, it's almost like they have an entire season that they've just divided into four movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, it was almost because like, if you think about the show, there's a lot of winter, in the show, oh, a yeah. lot of snowing, a lot of a lot of. I smell snow. I smell. Yeah. I smell snow. I snow and smell. How, yeah, how important snow is to Lorelai. Oh yeah, it makes her horny. <laughs> Except for that one winter when she was getting irritated left and right. Yeah. Um, which you know that's me every winter. So. Uh, okay. So. We we kind of come into the town. It's just like the, the town is. Oh God, it's so busy, so busy, so many people, and uh, and there is our Lorelai Gilmore sitting with a cup of coffee uh, on the gazebo, and uh, it's just in like, a pink oh, coat. We're, we're back, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, again, I I would be. Completely thrilled. They just had a crisis crossover last year, of course, which had mm-hmm. like three minutes total of Clark Kent and Lois Lane from Smallville coming back that I, I, I made such a meal over. So again, I'm just like, I can't imagine being like this major Gilmore Girls fan, watched it all when it was live and waited all these years and finally. Uh, but again, it's like, I don't know, I guess, I guess maybe some of the criticisms will come up as we cover, but I felt, felt like this first part is, I, I don't have a lot of complaints. My only, I think my only complaint, I, I'm sorry, I sidetracked us again, but I think oh. my only complaint is just like, why, why are we here? What's going on? <laughs> like, what's the point? What are we getting to? And maybe, uh-huh. maybe that's just the way every Gilmore Girls season starts. <laughs> Because I'm just used to like the big bad and the <laughs> the different battles we have to f- fight before we win the war, kind of thing. I, I, and, and well, we have to have our Lorelai and Emily argument. Mm, yeah, sparks fly. We have to have, you know, uh, like I said, when this whole thing started, there's not a lot of drama. There's not a lot of. Uh, uh, What's the word? Not a lot of uh, conflict. Mm. Stakes aren't very high. Right. It's just. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm thinking of it as like, okay, if I was a, a Gilmore Girls fan from Nick years ago, what would I be like? Okay, we, you know, we're back. What, what, what's the thing that I've wanted? And I think probably one of them would probably be, you know, Luke and Lorelai officially being together and being married and stuff. Um, but I mean, we sort of get that here. <laughs> I know it's like. So weird. Like Luke is just like, 
duh, 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 duh. I don't know. He's just <laughs> dumb Luke, like just walking through life. I don't know. I think one problem or one weird thing is it's just straight all the way through. There's no commercial, so there's no like ebb and flow. It's just mm. like. Scene, 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 scene. Scene, scene, scene. Yes, there's no up and down <laughs> or closure or. Although I got to say that does annoy me when I see like a show on Netflix where the the producers don't know anything but commercial TV, so they have to put those like five commercial breaks in, even though there's no commercial. They literally stop the production, pause, and then start up again for the for the next act. And I'm just like, why would you do that? You're on Netflix. Like, there's no commercials. But so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we get this great thing where Lorelai is sitting on the gazebo with the the coffee, and up from behind her comes uh, you know thirty uh, something Rory, <laughs> and uh, and uh, they just get into this classic uh, babble fest, which I. I was just like, nope, I am not going to write this down. <laughs> they babble. <laughs> and uh, But it is kind of funny because the way it all ends is they're, they're like, well, welcome back. You know? <laughs> like, okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. Like, like this Did is you what you've that? been missing. I missed that. It yeah. feels good to get it out of your system. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's – that again, I think that's that's also kind of like a, a bit of a you know fan service where it's like, you know that's the thing you miss from the Gilmore Girls. I'd, I I suppose that that yada 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 yada. And uh, since Amy Sherman Palladino is back in charge, you're gonna get it because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and now that Alexis Bledel has had acting lessons and she's not in Bushmouth, she can actually keep up. Never had problems with the with that with her acting, but go for good. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> Lorelai accuses Rory of looking too fresh off the plane. You've been gooped, she says. Um, yes, there are a lot. Okay. <laughs> I know in the old, in the series, I complained about things being old fashioned and old references, mm. but there are a lot of two new references. <laughs> oh, they have that in this world now. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lorelai also starts talking like Babette almost as she's like complaining about Rory. Uh, being there just for one day. Well, I think she's coming off like she's trying to do like Jewish mother accent, but it's really, she just sounds like Babette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we start seeing these signs that say switch to sewer because I guess Taylor is trying to um, rally against uh, septic tanks because they're beneath us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, trivia uh, back like in season two, they had uh, Rory, Tells Dean that they had a celebration for when they came off of septic tanks. Oh. So. That's right. Yeah, I think I remember that. Uh, Miss Patty says from her school, we don't get a close-up shot of her, but she goes, she tells Rory that she looks fabulous. And I, again, I didn't see a close-up of Miss Patty, but from afar, she looks fabulous. Yeah, and it's weird that the students. I, I guess are these like the same students? They're like all grown up because whenever we would see students, they'd be small children. Now oh, I didn't like, even realize. Yeah, these are like adults. I was like squinting dancing. to see Miss Patty. Um, so, uh, so I don't know. Is there any sort of trivia about uh, the actress that plays Miss Patty? Like, did she 
did she just lose a lot of weight? Did she get sick? Or you know, I, I wasn't. I'm not sure. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> uh, Rory is trying to get reception around Stars Hollow, and um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love. It, this was kind of fun, you know. She's angling around the blocks and stuff, and Lorelai's trying oh, to keep yeah. up. And then she's like, "You know what? I hit my steps." So <laughs> she kind of walks away. But um, uh, she has like several phones, and oh, only she one does? will get reception. And she goes in doses, and she climbs up yeah. in a corner. And a lady's asking for cabbage, so she hands the lady cabbage. Hands more like more like tosses it at her. Yeah, and uh, and it's. It's she's. Is this where she has the appointment for a meeting with Condé Nash? I, I think so. Nast. Nast. Condé Nast. Nast Bridges. Yeah, and then Lane comes in. <laughs> Lane's got bangs. Lane looks. I mean, okay, I guess she has bangs, but to me, I was just like, she looks exactly the same. Now, so far, we've seen Lorelai, who definitely looks like she's you know in her forties now. Uh, mm-hmm. and Rory, who's in her early thirties and, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's looking older, but I think Rory, yeah. Rory, looks, everybody, everybody looks 10 years older. Yeah. Except Lane, Lane and Michelle. Michelle looks exactly yeah, older. Yeah. Michelle is just like, <laughs> did he just go into carbon freezing for like, uh, you know, several years? Um, yeah, she mentioned something about Zach getting a promotion to root supervisor. I guess that joke kind of pays off later, if it's a uh, joke. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because later he's changed. He was like, don't look at me. I'm not myself. Yeah, I wrote down that he looks like Marty McFly from Back to the Future 2, like the older Marty that's about to get fired by fax. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You'll have to... You'll have to uh, uh, you, you probably don't like that, but your, your kids are going to love it. Um, all right. So moving on to, uh, that was a dumb joke and I waited too long to do that. We see Kirk who is, uh, got a little sexy beard on. He's, he's looking very salt and peppery now. What mm-hmm. do you think? Looks 10 years older. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk has started Uber and we hear that word over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. They, people call his mother. And then he has to find a car to then come pick this person up. <laughs> um, and he's also got a pig named Petals. Because uh, just what Stars Hollow needed. A little <laughs> miniature pig. <laughs> well, I think it was for a good cause, because apparently he got it because the town got it for him after he just happened to mention that he might be thinking about having kids with Lulu. <laughs> they got him a pig. <laughs> Like, no, Kirk, please don't. Please don't breed Kirk. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like John Locke, Lorelai stops in the middle of the street and says, I smell snow. And the snow starts to fall. And you're like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Or roll your eyes. Exactly. This is, I was like, oh, here we go. This is, this is one of the things I think my wife probably was just like, yeah, I get it. But then we go right into Mr. Troubadour, <laughs> who's just playing a song about the warm winter glow. And, of our New England town. Yeah. And we just kind of like the camera is swooping on that crane around the, the square. And I'm like, oh, this is Netflix is just trying to cast a spell on all the people that are <laughs> back and are missing the show. And uh, 
And I guess the troubadour is just a huge part of that, a huge part that I never enjoyed. Um, so we now go to Lorelai's, and I got very excited because it says because because Luke is living there now. I also got very excited because Paul Anka is still living too. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's the same dog. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Luke, super oh, proud okay. of Rory. Yes, she had a piece in the New Yorker. In the New Yorker. He subscribed and everything. Yep. And there's this whole thing where the girls are trying to eat tacos and he's making dinner. And he's like, oh, no, 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 which seemed kind of natural, you know. And then all of, a, all of a sudden they started throwing like music on and went into the bedroom. And he's like, not with the music again. And I was like, well, this isn't – this is a new thing. Like I never had – you know, obviously, like you said, it, it, they might not have had the, the budget to um, play, you know, songs on the show too much. Uh, at least songs that you know. Um, so Sparky, the dog who played Paul Anka will be reprising his role <laughs> role. And though he may be older, there's no doubt he'll be the same lovable dog fans that came to know, come to know. Paul Anka, uh, much like Michelle <laughs> looks exactly the same. The Good same. for him. Good for him. <laughs> um, so in Rory's room, we find out a little bit more. It, it's interesting cause they're like, they're not going to. Giveaway, like we're, you're desperate to find out where all these characters have been, what's been happening, and you know at this point I'm like, oh okay, so Lorelai and Luke are married and living together, okay, and then we go into Rory's room and we find out that Rory has been living in Brooklyn, but not really. She's been going all over the country chasing stories and different things. She had an apartment in Brooklyn and it was awful. Lorelai hated it, mm-hmm. and uh, now Rory says she's ready to be rootless to see where life or the next story takes her. Because, you know, Brooklyn is a low class. If you're anybody, you live in Manhattan, man. <laughs> right, right. But really, that is 1980s thinking. <laughs> Brooklyn! Um, Brooklyn is now the place to be. Yeah, yeah. Rory is not hip enough to live in Brooklyn, I think. Right, she's not. <laughs> uh, Rory starts talking about how she has no underwear. And I was like, oh, that old device to distract me. <laughs> now now Alexis Bloedella is employing it. I now, see. Now it's okay that that Rory can be underwearless. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's more age appropriate. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that picture. Uh, <laughs> and then Lorelai says something gross about like, oh, you want to borrow some of my underwear? I'm like, no, you don't. This is where we're getting into some of my... Some more of my hangups. Like, I just don't lend your underwear to each other. I don't know. Is that a girl thing? Uh, no. I mean, I've, I don't I, know. I, 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 I couldn't fit my daughter's underwear on my <laughs> ankle, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this is when she starts talking about having to meet with Condé Nast and she's looking for this particular outfit. And then Luke pops in and says, That guy is here. And, uh, and they all figure out it's this guy, Paul, that Rory forgot that she's dating, I guess. Okay, so after John Oliver spoiled you, we're <laughs> finally here. We finally see. And now we see why John Oliver was so perplexed and confused and yeah. freaked out. I'm very freaked out because, like, I'm a very, like, empathetic person. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for this guy who yeah. obviously – is a super nice guy mm-hmm. who Rory is doing all kinds of wrong to. 
Uh, and we will get to that part later. He is, but, yeah, and, and 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 it's like just his mere existence is a joke to everybody. Yes, and it, it's <laughs> like what the. Okay, how can you get us to care about a character, but then say this character he's just a joke? He doesn't mean anything. Forget him. Forget his feelings. Forget he exists. Yeah, I. <sighs> It's weird because it's like, it's like, uh, it's like Rory dating Kirk or something like that, <laughs> like something weird like that, it, where you're like, oh, what a buffoon, and I'm so so. Who cares about that guy? Yada yada yada. But it adds an extra dimension to him because now that now Rory is dating him, so so all we know about Paul here is that he's very nice and Rory is dating him, and he seems to just kind of follow her around. And, uh, but it, yeah, it's just a big, big joke that, mm-hmm. you know, not only just to Rory, but to, to Lorelai and Luke, as they go back and forth about all that. And, uh, <laughs> and, oh, and yeah. you can just imagine John Oliver and his wife sitting on the couch every night watching Gilmore Girls. I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, this freaks me out so much. I have to mention it in the show. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because he kind of comes across as if Gilmore Girls was trying to sell us this like new character that they've put in there, and we're just going to accept that this character is is a part of the show, and like as if we're supposed to accept that. Oh, he's such a major part in Rory's life. He's dating. She's dating. But the show treats him like who the heck is this guy? You know. So. It's funny because the impression I got from that John Oliver segment was that I was going to be disappointed that they're just going to shoehorn shoehorn in some sort of guy that's that's dating Rory, um, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to care about him or whatever. But really, the show is just immediately like like who's who's this guy? Who cares about this guy? You know what? How He's funny is it? That he, it's a joke. Forget about him. He's ridiculous. I mean, I mean. He brings Luke an antique wrench and talks about a fishing trip they took. And I was like, and he still doesn't remember this kid? Like, did Luke suffer a head injury? <laughs> no. Like, it's just this guy's so forgettable. Nobody can remember him. That That is just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Yes. Um, and I, you know, I might have had my hackles up when um, Lorelai and Luke talk back and forth about how they have no memory of him. No matter how much they time, time they spent with them, much like every Marvel movie ever. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you? <laughs> uh, so, um, I know, but I mean, it's kind of true. <laughs> no, no. And also, uh, that, that, that is a joke that's been told so many times that it's not funny anymore. Yeah, but back yeah. then it may have been fresh. Maybe. A fresh, a fresh take on the Marvel Universe, but yeah. Uh, Paul is excited for him and Rory's two-year anniversary. <laughs> Which I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, and, you know, I think it would be one thing because they kind of make it seem like Rory is not home a lot anymore. Uh, so... Lorelai and Luke might She's not. just super busy. She's busy, 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 busy. Yeah. Okay. But Lorelai can't remember him or keeps forgetting him. I don't know. All right. We go to the bedroom later 
And uh, Luke is looking through the DVR, and it's full of all the Lifetime movies that Lorelai has filled it with. And uh, Lorelai is looking for pajamas that apparently she left on the floor and knew specifically where they were. And Luke picked them up because, you know, he's used to that kind of thing. And I never felt more seen by a show. Uh, and and I, the fact that I love the, the whole thing where um, Lorelai's like Felix and Luke's like Oscar. <laughs> because, well, you know, yeah. she is just the manic pixie dream girl. She mm-hmm. does not have time to pick up after herself. Oh, and it's like, great. Like, that's funny. But I'm telling you from experience... If you're in that, it gets really annoying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you just start saying to yourself, like, why? What What possessed you to just take your shoes off in the kitchen just there and leave them, like, just next to the dishwasher? You don't want to even hear what I have to say. What's going on in my brain? Okay. I get so tired of it, too. I just don't want to even... I don't want to even complain. <laughs> Uh, 25 years. 25 years. 25 years. Lorelai is uh, stalling, getting into bed. She keeps having this dream about being in a dirty bathroom. And uh, Luke. It's like the Easter Promises sauna (laughs) scene, except (laughs) it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I don't know. Uh, I love that movie. It's a great movie. (laughs) Well, there's that scene, of course, but. So Luke offers to let her just watch one of those movies uh, before they go to bed. So, uh, so later, Lorelai wakes up from a nightmare and she hears stomping. She goes downstairs, and here's another strange thing: Rory does stress tap dancing. <laughs> so, again, it's it's like one of those things where. Again, I'm just thinking again. Maybe I'm just thinking too much about what bothered people, and that way I'm picking up on things a lot easier. Because usually I let things kind of slide. I'm kind of easy to go. But it's funny that we go from like ah oh, quirky bathroom nightmares to stress tap dancing, <laughs> like immediately to that. So, um, but yeah, that's what Rory does in the middle of the night, I guess. Um, to help her relax. And because she's just too stressed and so busy and anxious. And uh, Lorelai immediately starts looking for her phone because she wants to take pictures. But uh, Rory thought ahead of all that and she hit it. So she stressed tap dancing because the piece for the Atlantic that she was writing fell through. Oh, no. And then she starts talking about being a very eager person and being over caffeinated and attacking some, somebody named Gail Collins in, in the lobby of some sort of news. I'm like, Oh, that must be a name that I should know. It's not, uh, I'm not going to Google everything. Gilmore girls. How dare you? Um, Lorelai says she's think she's feeling her age. She's thinking about taking a cruise. And then she starts talking about breaking her hip, thinking about that. (laughs) That's how I feel about cruises. Too. I just do not have a desire. I know people love cruises. Uh-huh. Love, 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 love cruises. I have no desire to get on a boat, stuck on a boat with a mm. bunch of strangers. It's my anxieties. Uh, 
Yeah. I took one for my honeymoon and we went to Bermuda, but we had like a destination and we stayed there for a day or two and then came back. And um, I thought it was really nice, but um, yeah, I think post COVID, like I am probably never going to do anything like that anymore. Especially now. I have no desire. I mean, even if there is a vaccine, I'd still have that in the back of my mind. Like what if I'm in the middle, like remember those. Even still before COVID, what was the one where everybody got uh, some kind of terrible (laughs) stomach illness and like stuck there and like it was just sounded like hell. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Rory's wondering if she's feeling her age because of grandpa, and then they toast their coffees to absent friends, and that's the first, like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I knew this was coming. It's coming. It's it's good that they're getting it up front and out of the way. Mm -hmm. So we go to Luke's the next day, and Caesar's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, great Caesar's hair. A little out of control. Yeah. And, uh, it's a little conditioner. Uh, maybe a hairnet? <laughs> uh, you're serving food, Caesar. What are you doing? And I was very surprised that Luke had Wi-Fi at this point. <laughs> uh, I find out later yeah. that it, I haven't been paying yeah. close enough attention. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's out of character mm-hmm. for him to have Wi-Fi in the diner. Uh, like the, cell, the no cell phone sign is still up there, but he keeps saying like, a password to people about Wi-Fi. I'm like, okay. So he's kind of chilled about people being on their laptops or something. Uh, whatever. Put a pin on that one. Uh, uh, Luke has put Rory's article in his menu. He's so proud. Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> this shows, this shows uh, uh, obsession with Twin Peaks continues. <laughs> I, I, you know, rightfully of, so. Of course, you know, there's going to be the people like, oh man, Gail Collins. I can't believe they called that out. It's so awesome. But then they did this stupid thing, like wrapped in plastic. Like I'm supposed to get that. <laughs> so I guess you know there are different people to watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Gail who Collins? Gail Collins. Um. All right. Kirk celebrates his first official fair, and but he keeps saying. She works at the New York Times. Oh, okay. I guess she's a known person. Mm -hmm. Um, Kirk keeps saying Uber and Lorelai starts just throwing bagels. Actually, other people's bagels. Stop saying that. (laughs) Stop making that noise. Isn't that what she says? Stop making that noise. Uh, Paul comes in and our very first like, oh, (laughs) thing happens where he announces he doesn't like breakfast. He just doesn't eat it. Like, you're not hungry? No, I just don't like breakfast. What? Uh. <laughs> like you're you're saying that you've already had breakfast? No, just not a breakfast person. And he he uses the bathroom, and Rory uh, talks about how she just keeps forgetting him, and and she keeps forgetting to break up with them. And then at the end of the scene, she walks out of the diner with, with Lorelai, and then all of a sudden comes back in because she pretends. remembers him. Yep. Yeah. Again, I'm just. I don't know. I guess we just have, we'll just have to accept this as a joke for now. Yeah, but I yeah. think later on, when Logan is revealed, I'm mm-hmm. now thinking like, oh, this is kind of shitty. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So we go to the Dragonfly and Michelle. 
emerges from uh, uh, carbon freezing. <laughs> and we find out he's married to someone named Frederick. And I was like, oh, my God. That's awesome. Yes. That's That was never – that was a suspicion yes. of mine, but it never was confirmed. Yes. I, yeah. I feel like he was coded because he was a person who was proud of his uh, appearance. Yeah. He liked nice clothes. He was a, a person who liked a, the aesthetics of things. Yeah. And he liked so, Celine Dion. He liked dancing. He liked going to, uh, you know, dress-up parties. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, did you read the article? Amy Sherman Palladino wanted Suki to be a lesbian in the show in the beginning, but the network didn't allow that. Hmm. So, I guess they were like, well, I guess we can't really do anything with, you know, that. So, so now she can. Yeah. Well, it's like they kind of, again, you know, you can be into all those things and also be, you know, very straight. Oh, you know? oh yeah. Just like, you know, you can like to work at the dirt and work on cars and. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything. Right. That doesn't mean anything. People like different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we find out that they've hired a chef or trying out a chef for some it's sort like a, of pop-up thing. I don't yeah. know what they were talking about. Okay. You know, pop-up things are the new – in this new economy, in the gig economy, <laughs> pop-up, you know, people – okay. I understand that you Still, pop up a place to try it out for a quick – Try out a business Like I mean Maybe it was a reference To the fact that They were doing A Luke's pop up At the time Right Um But yeah. I wasn't sure How that worked Within the dragonfly Well they They said they had A free kitchen A free dining hall So does that they, pop, Okay so the pop up Would be I guess it kind of works It's just so funny It's like I always I always assume The pop up is It's own thing But I guess you can Have a pop up Within an inn and have it still work. Just it, wherever you have a space. And, uh, you know, they mentioned... I was watching, I was watching Chef's Table on Netflix a while mm-hmm. ago, and Rodney Scott is a barbecue person. He's like one of the few people who d- actually does a pig, a whole pig uh, pit barbecue in his restaurant in South Carolina burned down. So they did a tour where they did pop-ups all over the South. And then he went back to South Carolina and opened a swanky nice restaurant. Pig, did a pig burn his place down? Yes, it I guess so. I guess. I mean, that's really pigs are really cute. I don't know why anybody want to eat them because they're terrible for you. They're so fatty mm-hmm. and they're so cute. So really, a pig did burn his place down. Are you going along with my joke, or are you, or are you saying? Uh, I mean, it it burned down in the middle of the night. I don't know. Uh, I was making a joke about a pig committing arson, and you're again uh, still talking. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, this chef, okay, Suki is on a sabbatical. She's gone to, like, grow plants or something. I don't know. They're very. Blue Hill Farm. That's all I got. Like, she's working with somebody. She was gone for six months to turn into a year. And I can imagine, because, like, she's always cooking. And to me, it's very stressful to come up with something to cook yeah all the time and it you would need to recharge your battery i think as a creative person uh 
people need downtime and to recharge. So she's taking a sabbatical, a.k.a. Melissa McCarthy is super hella busy right now. And they're lucky to get her for <laughs> as much time as they can she's get She's in, like, Ghostbusters at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I think the it might be, maybe. like, yeah, Tammy. Mm. Uh, what was the one where she was the Girl Scout? Anyway, anyway, anyway. So... They make mention about Anthony Bourdain parked in her spot. The week <laughs> I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, my God. Lorelai literally kicked Anthony Bourdain out of there. <laughs> That's yeah. And they so mentioned this guy, David Chang as well. Yeah. So this guy, Roy Choi. Roy Choi. Roy Choi. He had a truck uh, in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. He must be kind of a famous... I was wondering, is he a, is he a, an actual person or was this a character? Yes. This is a cameo by a chef. Okay. Who did the movie Chef. Ah. You know the movie Chef with... Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's a cute movie. What's his name? John Speaking Favreau. Speaking of the Marvel. John Favreau. Pod yes. Save America. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're laughing. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, Lorelai apparently yeah, doesn't... who would have thought that would be a popular name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lorelai doesn't want a cool guy working here because it makes her feel less cool. Yeesh. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, Roy Andy wants Sherman to... Paladina. Mm-hmm. Roy wants to de-granny the dragonfly, and that puts... Uh, and Oh, the, the coffee maker is missing. Oh, that yeah, she can't find the edge. coffee baker, and she throws him out. Yeah. Eduardo can make you a stovetop version of coffee. And then she's like, nope. <laughs> um, so now they have no chef. And uh, and Michelle is you know, mad at Sucky for abandoning them. And we also hear from Gypsy who says uh, – who's complaining about her car. She's still trying to make that car work. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, when we kind of coast by it you know, and we see it sitting at Gypsy, it looks pretty new. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She keeps. She at least keeps that body in good shape, you know? <laughs> it doesn't look like it's been through, like, you know, 10, 15 winters at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Lorelai does not have a ride to wherever she's going. I was like, where is she going? I have no idea where she's going. So, she gets a, a ride from Kirk's Uber. And uh, I guess this is not a car that he's borrowed. This is, like, maybe his mom's car? Mm-hmm. That he drilled holes in the floor because mm-hmm. of a smell or Wait. potentially carbon monoxide. <laughs> Did Michelle mention his husband' uh, sudden uh, desire to have children? Oh yeah, yeah, was... he did mention that. I, I okay, see, that. this is huge because it's just blown right past. I think first we're thinking, "Wait, Michelle is married." Yeah. Wait, Michelle is married to a man. Yeah. Wow, but the whole point is. It's getting Lorelai thinking about mm. having children. Yes. And to me, none of this works. <laughs> I, but anyway. I, I was like, yeah, when it starts coming up, I was like, oh, 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 okay. Well, I, I guess, guess this so. is what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, Kirk also sings the Carpenters to Lorelai, which, you know, probably would usually drive her crazy, but. You know, since we're all back in Gilmore Girls land and everybody's happy to be here again, uh, Lorelai smiles and just kicks back and listens to him sing. Um, so they go to – he brings her to Emily's house. And- yes, which I think that this 
I, f- I feel like this was reverse engineered. I feel like they said, wouldn't it be hilarious in the trailer if we could have Kirk at Friday night dinner yeah. at Emily? <laughs> that yeah. would be so funny. It is odd when they pan the camera over and there he's, there he is sitting there. Um, it, it kind of made a, a funny, a fun side gag. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a weird thing going on here. Okay. So Lorelai, you know, because she's still not over her issues, um, you know, again, is this, ten, this is 10 years later, right? Mm-hmm. 10 years later, she's still doing this. Oh, Rory's not here. Oh, well, I guess I'll just not. I, I'm not here yet. You know, I'm going to wait for Rory to go in. What hope does that give us for us <laughs> uh, normal people to solve our pram- our family problems? I know. Are we just going to have family problems forever? Well, I was going to say I, I was very frustrated at this bef- uh, at first because I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, but then I was like, "Then we get this flashback and we find out." Yeah. Um, because you know, again, at the end of the season finale of season seven, it seemed like okay, they were going to continue being she was going to continue with Friday night dinners and you know obviously not those not all those are going to have Rory there so uh Emily has a new maid named Berta and uh she doesn't seem to speak much English and they assume Spanish is happening but then it's not Spanish uh so I don't know this is all very uncomfortable because <sighs> I mean, we're going to get into this kind of subplot where, uh, okay, so the handyman is there, and that's Berta's husband. And then we see that the kids are there. And this is all post-Richard. And then later on, we see uh, Emily just giving away her entire house. And I'm like, is Amy Sherman Palladino trying to like put in a, a weird subplot where this family is secretly taking advantage of this poor, rich, white woman. <laughs> because I just, I'm like, like that Jonah Hill gif, just kind of like, no, don't, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> uh, you know? No, I mean, no, I mean, I, well, first of all, Berta is played by the actress playing Gypsy. What? Really? Yes. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, kind of like a Miss Celine. Thing. That's funny. Okay, okay. I guess I'm more into it. Uh, I mean, I just okay. At first, it, I, there was a moment where I was kind of afraid that that's what something icky could be being uh, implied. But it's just Emily's lonely. Okay, and yeah. she just wants a house full of people because she's just trying to stay busy. And trying to keep people around her, and it, and it, and it's, and I think it's a twist on Emily keep kept firing maids, and yeah. this one she just keeps letting the whole family move in. Yeah, and it, I don't know. It's uh, I just as long as they make it. I mean, because we get into um, her giving her house away at the end here. As long as it's as long as the family is not literally taking advantage of her, but she. I don't just, think so. Okay, because no, that's just... icky ground. Because you know, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, all right. So uh, we go into you know the usual getting drinks, and we see there is a ginormous portrait of Richard, and she <laughs> says, "I wanted something dramatic," but Lorelai immediately gets on her case, just demanding that Emily admit that she gave the painter the wrong dimensions. And Emily just keeps going back and forth with her. 
And yeah, I was thinking like, what in, who cares? Who cares? You know, why, why are you doing this, Lorelai? But I think it's that unresolved conflict that's fueling this. Like this yeah. is now her yeah, first admit conversation it. With Admit her. it. You're wrong. I want to hear you admit that you're wrong. Yeah. So yeah, Lorelai tells Rory that something happened at the funeral after she left. So we go to four months earlier. And uh, we have, oh my God, Leonard Cohen, his, his song Time is playing. And, uh, and we start off with this great shot. I think, it's, I think that's when we start off with them in the car. Mm-hmm. And how, like, the three of them sitting there. And Emily's almost just, like, looking into the camera. Like, this is it. This is what I've been dreading my entire life. Like, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, the... You know, Lorelai and Rory are kind of looking away and kind of sad, but that 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 one shot was pretty powerful. I thought. Um, yes. At the funeral, there is a tribute table. We I remember we had this from my dad. I was I was like, oh my god, um, really? Oh yeah, there was a you know just different different things from his life, things that meant things to him. You know. Uh, huh. See, I'd never heard of this. Oh yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was odd, but if it's a thing, then it's a it thing. It is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I even, I made it like a tribute video to him and I mean, oh, that was a, that was, that was more like at the, it was kind of like a wake slash, well, th- I guess this is more of a wake thing. It is kind of odd that it is there at the, at the graveyard at the funeral, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or maybe they had to kind of merge these scenes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have that. I think it's a Chuck Berry album. I'm not sure. The one that oh, Rory yeah. brought to the hospital, right? Right. And also Leaves of Grass, which I'm sure mm-hmm. his friend Bill recommended to him. Um, just waiting for you to laugh at that one. No? one wait, what? You sure who recommended it? His friend Bill. Bill, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, there's a whole crowd there. And then we cut to this part where just like, it is Emily standing by herself in front of the coffin and Rory and Lorelai, um, standing nearby at a tree and just watching her. And, uh, it, it hurt. (laughs) It hurt. And I don't know. I'm sure uh, because you're, you're. You're mourning the the loss of the character as well as the actor. Right. The, it's just his presence is just missed so much. I almost thought it was weird how we went into the room, you know, before the flashback, and that portrait is so huge. And I was just like, how do these actors feel about this? Like going into this room and like, like he is just standing over them all. You know, you know, it's comically large, but like, you know, is it? Is it kind of making fun, you know, playing with it, uh, playing with the fact that he's gone, you know, making it into like almost like a fuel for a joke? Uh, you know, I, w- I wonder how they th- what they thought of that, you know, especially uh, Kelly Bishop, who apparently is was has worked with him before in the past. So. Um, so, yeah, at the we go to the, the house and Rory, it's, it's funny, Rory's just like. Staying on Emily's heels and Emily's just going, I'm fine, Rory. And she's like, I'm, I know. And she just keeps following her, which is just, I, I you know, I, I love that. Uh, we get a, a quick moment with Jason who showed up. 
And uh, I guess just to ask her if like she's happy, like they have to have there's some sort of resolution to what happened with them. I guess that needed to be wrapped up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. And we get this. Your father was a lion, you know. But I was like, wonder what happened to that lawsuit that was going on. <laughs> that just ended, huh? Did he? Did they settle? That uh, I, I don't know. I guess if he ended up really like. Screwing Richard out of some money, he probably wouldn't have been invited. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said that he was staying away from Emily. Yeah. Uh, Luke, of course, is fi- is caught fixing a vent, and apparently he's been doing all sorts of fixing fix it things around the house to keep himself busy. Um, because he just doesn't know how to act at funerals. He doesn't know what to do, and so he just he's a helper. He's a fixer. He's a helper, and. Uh, God bless him. <laughs> uh, we have more Berta talking to Emily in Spanish. Uh, yeah, this is where Rory says it's not Spanish. Um, Rory, this is when Rory's got to go. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, and this kind of gets rid of Luke too. Luke's, Luke needs to get out of here. So he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm giving her a ride home. And Lorelai is going to stay behind. So this moves out to the patio where they crack open some scotch and listen to old records. And, uh, hey, it's Leland Palmer. He's there. (laughs) Uh, Jack was that guy that she went out with, right? Wasn't, wasn't he the same guy that was, that was, uh, that actor? I don't think so. Who did Richard like crash into? Wasn't that him? Uh, No. Uh, Okay. Uh, anyway, Leland Palmer, um, this must, I, I think this is before he murdered his, da- his daughter, uh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he, he talks about, uh, black lacy underpants, some sort of story about that with, uh, uh with Richard. And, but what we're really paying attention is the fact that, um, uh, Lorelai is trying to switch places with these, these old people. Because, yeah, oh yeah, because, sorry, I forgot to mention, Emily asked for everybody's stories. Not everybody's stories about Richard, everyone's best story about Richard, <laughs> which I, 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 I can understand. There's a bit of pressure there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to, like, you know, say the one that that is the most important, is it's going to mean a lot. And, uh, I mean, she didn't have much to follow after uh, Leland getting into black lacy underpants stories. Um, uh, she could have said something quick, but nope, this is Lorelai. She is sputtering. She's she's gotten herself into deep and is trying to get herself out of it um, and is caught wrestling with a wheelchair <laughs> trying to get around it. Uh, when her, her turn is up. So she just starts talking about first the fact that she got left in a steamer trunk when Richard went to and went away at first. I think she's, he, she says Holland, but there's another country later. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she couldn't just leave it at that. She gets right into the, when she was caught losing her virginity at age 15. And Five then, feet from the president of, J.P. Morgan. (laughs) Then she said, no, that ship sailed a long time ago, like Nina Pinto. God, like, shut up. Shut up. What are you doing? 
And she does come out say later that she's been drinking, you know, and she hasn't been eating. So I guess we can sort of, I mean, Emily definitely can't forgive her, but like as a viewer, like, oh, okay. So she's not completely mental <laughs> as she seems to be acting right now. Uh, um, so later she's ashamed. She says she's sorry. And um, Emily just tells her to stop talking. Um, and uh, Lorelai follows her into uh, uh, the kitchen and starts talking about like, oh, I didn't know there would be a test. <laughs> and uh, that's when Emily yells at the entire staff to get out of the kitchen. <laughs> and they go back and forth. Uh, you have nothing for contempt for this family. Uh, all my friends have pride in their family. You've dishonored your father. You break his heart. You break my heart in public instead of private. You blow through life like a natural disaster. And then she gets even more personal asking about like, did she ever ask Luke what, what he's wanted? You know, she's always the star of the show. Yada, yada, yada. Which, uh, you know, there's some truth to some of that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of makes a point. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Lorelai starts talking about, like, they always end up in the same place yelling at each other like idiots. And then and Emily takes that very offensively. How dare you Don't call me an idiot? Call me an idiot. I just lost my husband. Well, I just lost my father. Uh, yeah. And she says, and then she tells Lorelai to get out. And she's like, yeah, full circle. You First you tell the help to get out, and then you tell me to get out. Yeah, go home to your, your little town where everybody loves you or something like that. I forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's when Lorelai's like, full freaking circle. <laughs> yeah, it's like Emily resents Stars Hollow for being so welcoming to Lorelai. Right. And, I don't know, forgiving of her nonsense, mm-hmm. <laughs> which really it is. <laughs> <laughs> they put up with her. Um so yeah, that that was uh, I, I don't know fireworks. Gilmore I, Girls fireworks. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think the both of them should have been like, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we yeah. just lost Tension. Richard. Like, yeah, what Tension what are we doing? Uh, this is we're very emotional. We need to forgive each other. We've been other. drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like even like the next day, they sh- they should have been called. But apparently, they haven't talked in four months. Mm-hmm. That's longer than it takes for Luke to not tell his girlfriend that he's got a kid. <laughs> That's really long. That's a long time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lorelai and Rory are here for dinner. Uh, like nothing happened, you know? And, um, Oh, but this is where, when, when Rory comes in and Lorelai's asking questions and Emily is obviously ignoring her mm-hmm. and Lorelai is prodding Rory to ask the questions like, yeah. who are these kids and what's going on? <laughs> and you know, Emily is very uh, upset about what's going on with Rory. Like, oh, you know, about her not having a home. Yeah. She's just a vagabond. She's just a. You're homeless. Foot- yeah, you're homeless. So. Uh, Past the peyote, and she's like, "Where? What? What bathroom are you going to throw up in after you smoke the peyote?" <laughs> uh, Luke comes in, and I, I love how Luke's a hugger in this. <laughs> you know, uh, he's just 
there's there must have been some sort of peace in the last ten years between him and Emily that every time he sees Emily, he's got to give her a hug, and this time it's a well, little bit too much for the hair. <laughs> yeah, well, I just think that in this house and with Emily, he doesn't know how to act. He, he feels so awkward. Yeah, that's true. He's like overcompensating. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, hug, I guess. Uh, uh, and then he just makes the stupidest choice of going for Richard's chair. Oh, yeah. I mean, how That's many a- dinners has he probably been there for? You know, mm-hmm. he should know better. So he just kind of grabs a plate and stands there <laughs> next to the table <laughs> until he's brought a chair. But yeah, no, Kirk's sitting there. No, what happened? What happens is, yeah, Kirk, they're talking about the food, how they think there's peanut butter in it. And uh, Kirk is the first one to eat it. He's like, yeah, it could be peanut butter. It's really good. And they all eat it and they say it's good. Then Luke comes in and then Kirk asks to be excused because they're playing soccer outside and they're a man down. So he goes (laughs) and plays soccer. Loudly. And then, (laughs) yeah, score. And he's running around with his arms out like an airplane. And then Emily tells Luke to sit down that there's a chair. chair. So he sits down in, in Kirk's chair. So, yeah, it kind of moves on to the – I mean, there's nothing else there, right? They, 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 um, it's it's awkward. Everything's weird still. There's no apologies given. And uh, Lorelai and Luke get into Luke's truck and Rory gets into her car and uh, Kirk gets into the back of Luke's truck in the middle of winter <laughs> driving from Hartford. I mean, that – I mean, he could have – maybe maybe he could have gotten – fit into the cab i don't know <laughs> seems a little little too cold to be driving um what what is it like three four hours no it's 30 minutes no, i'm just kidding <laughs> now if you walked it would be three or four hours. if you took a bike <laughs> um all right so we go to luke's and uh yeah kirk's trying to tell luke not to spread it around about you know his car breaking down and then all of a sudden he's chasing pedals and uh you know kirk's kirk's doing kirk's being kirk uh we find out april is at mit of course uh and lorelei gets on the subject about luke ever wanting a fresh kid (laughs) uh and apparently in all this time they've never really talked about it yeah it's just it comes out of nowhere and I think it's just the it's like it's Lauren Graham's line delivery. It's so weird. Hmm. Like hey 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 guy. Hey dude. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's like I don't know if they just don't have like a good if it's a, just a scene where they don't have good chemistry or something. Hmm. I don't know. I guess it could have been written better too. I mean Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This whole Lorelai suddenly wants to have a baby just None of this works for me. So again, this is because uh, she's trying to fill a hole that Richard left, maybe, and also because Michelle and Frederick are having a baby. I don't know. <laughs> Your guess is as good. As <laughs> I have no idea. Um, and uh, you know, Luke's just like, "Isn't it? Isn't it too late?" And that's when Lorelai just says, "Don't know." <laughs> Well, uh, so uh, Lorelai worries that, you know, he may have missed out on things in life. And Luke says nobody gets to have everything they want in life. All in all, did pretty good. Which, I don't know. It, it, it's like, 
I'm not complaining. Who's what? complaining? Everybody's fine. It's... This is a this is also this is also classic Luke and Lorelai stuff where he's constantly doing things for her, and she all of a sudden gets gets it in her that he's not doing enough for himself, or she's not doing enough to to uh, to be there for him or do things for him. So she overcompensates, yeah, and then uh-huh. just makes it even worse. Like Luke's now going to be thrust into an even more uncomfortable spot where he didn't even think about this. He didn't come up to her and go, you know, I've wanted a kid. <laughs> I, you know, it would be cool if we had kids. Uh, is it too late? No, he never brought up that at all. So, no, so- he said, he mentioned that years ago they were at a, a, a baseball game Oh, yeah. And he saw a kid, and he said, there's the kid. And this she was like, kid. I didn't know what kid you were talking about. Yeah. what? Is, and, and, and that seems so vague. Like, how could she have possibly known what he was talking about? Like, that was mm-hmm. it. That's all, they, that's all they said. There's the kid. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, so uh, we go to Lorelai's, and, and Lorelai is there in her dark bedroom watching, uh, t- watching TV and hearing some sort of, like, happy family welcoming a baby. And so next thing we see, we're in Dynasty Maker, which is a fertility clinic. And they're, they're looking through binders full of women. <laughs> okay. None of this made any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Is it only to make Luke nervous and uncomfortable? I think so. I, I, I you know, it, it, it's. Because I'm just as confused as he is. Well, Am he... I supposed to have sex with these women? Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to have sex with this woman? Like what? Yeah. What? Does he not? Did, did Lorelai brief him at all? Like we're looking for a surrogate. And why parent. does it? Why does it matter if somebody's going to carry your egg and his sperm and put it in their belly? Who? Who cares who the person is? Uh, right. 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 Um, so why is it like a beauty pageant or whatever? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't so so uh, you know you you're probably better with science than I am. <laughs> the egg and the sperm. That's all. That's a part. Like the the house that it carries that carries it isn't doesn't play any sort of part in. I don't guess so. The baby's genetic makeup at all. No. Hmm. Interesting. If I mean, it's her I, that, egg. That's, that sounds perfectly. Realistic, but you know, I just didn't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Did she have eggs frozen? Yes. Yeah. Well, the, I was and, confused. And, I was like, and none of it's explained. It doesn't make any sense. It's only a way to get Paris in the show. Which I, I'm glad. I'm glad they found like a a, a more interesting way than. Oh, she's just a doctor working nearby or something like that. And for some reason, yeah. Rory uh, sprains a finger and we get we get Paris and Rory having a... Or, you know, or Rory just goes to her house to look through her right. boxes. Right. Uh, Lorelai already brought up adoption with Luke, though. And he said something about how he's not going to go to Woodbury for a socket wrench. <laughs> 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 Which I loved. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's worried. This is another picture window problem where he wanted a picture window, but it just didn't work according to her. So he gave it up for Lorelai, uh, with no problem. It sounded like he didn't have any sort of lingering, you know, it didn't work with the other windows. It didn't fit with the other windows. So 
Yeah, no big deal. Uh, so then we hear a familiar voice yelling moron at this, uh, poor intern, uh, who gets fired and yeah, Paris is telling her to apologize to your parents. This person that is waiting is VIP. Uh, you can pay them back for the paper you wrote on Buffy the Vampire Slayer's effect on the feminist agenda. (laughs) (sighs) Um, again, it's weird. You know, this show is so white <laughs> that we have a black character. And again, it's like, now this is, this is one that's getting yelled at, um, and, you know, kicked out, you know, I, it's just, uh, makes me feel squeamish. Treated like a, you know, she's just a, uh, she's just a secretary. She's just an assistant. Yeah, which she's a subordinate. Maybe she is, but it's just I don't know. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like I recognize her from this cute little. I guess it was a Netflix movie about this guy who wanted to. Like his parents had a restaurant or some kind of family business he was expected to go to, go into, but he wanted to be a sommelier, and okay. she was like the love interest. It was a cute movie. Right. I don't know what it's called. And also, do you recognize Paul from anything? Because I didn't. He looked familiar, but I, yeah, he's one of my those faces. Husband said, my husband said that he recognized him from I Love You, Beth Cooper. Oh. Uh, I didn't look up his name, so I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't recognize him, but maybe he's in something I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is weird. So Paris brings them in to the office, and the automatic name drops, start. Name drops Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. And starts Which, talking about women like cattle. You know, mm-hmm. I brought out the prime meat for you. Mm-hmm. She shows one that's, oh, 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 the best ones are army wives. Army wives. Because they, they're used to packing <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, uh, oh, uh, military people make so little money that their wives Form themselves out to be in surrogates. Uh, Did she say that? No, that's oh. what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I just was caught up with Luke during most of this. Yes, he's squirming in his I, seat. I love when the curtain starts closing and he's like, "Am I blacking out?" <laughs> and then she's he's so confused about what's going on. She immediately just the eye contact with his genitals. You know, what is she doing? <laughs> you seem <laughs> symmetrical. Make sure he sticks with the boxers. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, and again, it seems know. like Luke has to have this this process explained to him before she starts throwing cattle at him and eyeing him like he's a, uh, you know. A, I mean, a, yes, a little more ex, ex a little more explanation would be nice mm-hmm. to the to the to me to the audience and to Luke. Like we're all confused. But let me tell you, Neil Patrick Harris's children are beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're like little cherubs. <laughs> They're gorgeous. And yeah, this is another weird thing where uh, I'm like, I wonder if like Neil Patrick Harris heard that like surrogate parenting was like, and his role in it maybe was a, like kind of a played for jokes. Played like there was some sort of like, like his kids' lives yeah, are some why? sort of genetic test. Yeah, why him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Luke storms out, and uh, Paris tells 
Lorelai that she's going to send a DVD of her top picks and a copy of Gone Girl because <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is great in that. Uh, <laughs> and, he really is. <laughs> and uh, once we get into the lobby with Luke, he says a strong no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so uh, good for you, Luke. See, Lorelai, this is what you wanted, right? Like <laughs> you wanted him to express what he wants and, you know, Maybe not what he doesn't want. Maybe maybe that's not something you wanted, but here it is. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, at a fancy place somewhere, uh, Rory is having drinks with Naomi Shopshire, who okay. is... I was so confused. Spoilers! Like I've watched this a million times, and I have no idea what's going on here. This is somebody that Rory's going to write her book... Yeah, she wants to. She wants to do her biography with Rory, but who is she? Who the hell is she? Wait, who? You know the actress, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. You mean you mean uh, from ER? <laughs> from Doctor Who? <laughs> uh, from Arrow? Uh, yeah. And he was Arrow's mother, or somebody's mother. Wait, no, that's not Arrow's mom. Oh, she, she was. She's Alex Kingston, right? Is that what her name yeah. is? Yeah. Yes, Alex. She was. Is she Black Canary's mother? Yeah, she's Black Canary's mother. Well, geez, I didn't know that. She was on Arrow one time. Okay. Seasons ago, back in the beginning. <laughs> is that show still on? No. Oh, okay. You didn't watch yeah. it until the bitter end, like me. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was in seven episodes. She played Dinah Lance. And uh, and yeah, this is Alex Kingston, of course. Like she was the original Black Canary. Mm, yeah, but uh, yeah, most nerds know her as River Song. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, that, that that's name. when <laughs> I did too. That's when they tried to Americanize Doctor. You know, Doctor Who was good before they tried to bring it to America and Americanize it, and make the Doctor hot and all mm. that crap. So, yeah, Naomi um, is stealing uh, plates from uh, waiters as they're trying to bring it to other tables. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, that person's not going to need it. That person's not going to need it. Stolen food tastes better. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have a situation set up here where this woman is very, uh, I don't know, she seems to be very spoiled and, you know, Kind of a kind of a character, kind of a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, and she's also entering into this agreement with Rory that she's Rory gets to have all access. She gets to write a biography, all warts and all, and she promises fifty percent of the share of the profits that come from this biography. What that could go like wrong? A lot. What could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Rory's going to obviously stumble into some sort of huge scandal, right? That. That I don't know. Naomi's I don't gonna know be a part this, of. <laughs> I don't know who this person is. I don't know. Uh, then we go to this huge place, and I was like, "Is this the Brooklyn apartment?" <laughs> no, Rory is in England. This She's is England. Market. Yes. Oh, okay. you know she left. She. I left should have noticed it by Naomi's accent. Maybe that, but you mm-hmm. know, I wasn't sure if this was like stunt casting. And okay, she's in England. Got it. Got it. And, uh, yeah, she's talking about her meaning out loud and it's very yeah, deceptive because so, you think you're talking, she's talking to her phone. Yeah. She's so excited 
this person's going to, you know, she's just so crazy. She just left the restaurant and lost her shoes. <laughs> and she was talking about how, you know, so many years ago, uh, she wouldn't have been accepted into that restaurant. Only well-behaved wives. And she's so excited to write this book. Yeah. And then Logan walks out. <gasps> Talk about a character that does not look any different, by the way. <laughs> he doesn't look like any times hit him at all. I don't know. His face looks thinner. Like okay. he's not. His face isn't as uh, rounded. Mm. I don't know. He's thinner, I guess. In the yeah. face. Said the fat sucked out of his cheeks. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Logan apparently has some dirt on Naomi. He's going to share with Rory. So there we go. Mm. <laughs> We're, there's our problem. Uh, okay. But- what about Paul? So Rory mm. has been hooking up with Logan all over the world. As they're globe trotting the world, globe uh, and wherever they are, what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas until oh, the yeah. next time they're in Vegas. Yep. What worry you? <sighs> yeah. Uh, again, what a joke. Oh, oh I've got to break up with this guy. <laughs> yeah, he calls. And he's like, "Yeah, what about dinner? Oh, yeah. I forgot to break up with him again." Um. <sighs> This is also another weird thing. She had boxes sent there. So you're saying this is London? Because <laughs> that does not make sense to me. <laughs> right? Hmm. So. She sent boxes across the Atlantic to Logan's <laughs> apartment. Okay. Yeah. I thought he. W- okay. Weird. Uh, all right. So. <sighs> I'm sure we'll talk more and more about poor Paul. Um, so she's looking for this outfit, and yeah. he was in Logan's like, "Oh, your your lucky outfit! I, uh, don't make fun of me." Uh, he said he saw her wear it when they were like in Antwerp or someplace like that. Mm-hmm. So they they see each other from time mm-hmm. to time. They've been shacking up. Uh, all right, so we go to Luke's, and there's a. The Wi-Fi password is now Waffle House Butter Bob. <laughs> and this woman is uh, asking about the password over and over again. Paris uh, brings uh, like three women in to sit them down and to reassure Luke that she's good. Now just sit and talk with my top breeders. Yeah. And uh, she says, don't bring them don't bring them anything but salad without croutons. And don't let them talk you into a Diet Coke. <laughs> Luke, of course, immediately calls uh, the dragonfly, and uh, Michelle starts toying with him on the phone because Michelle. Uh, Paris then goes on an errand with Rory and tells the women to close the deal. And that's when Taylor comes in and is pestering Luke about the septic thing. And Well, you know, Taylor looks exactly the same. His voice sounds a little weak. Yeah, yeah. He sounds but a he looks, older. But, yeah. but he Looks basically the same. Yep. And then, you know, the babbling back and forth gets Taylor all worked up. And uh, he finally turns around and yells at the woman that. And the For entire... God's sake, woman. <laughs> don't you know the password's fake? Yeah. This isn't your office. Go home. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt like this is a bit of a, this is a bit of a Amy Sherman Palladino diatribe here. That uh, I guess she's against people that um, hang out in in cafes and 
and write their award-winning screenplay on their laptop. God forbid. Jeez. I could understand being like, you know, somebody in a place like Luke's Diner, which does not seem to be like that kind of place. It seems like a diner where you eat and leave. (laughs) Uh, uh, Where you're just like, what's your Wi-Fi password? Like, like just eat your food and leave. But yeah, if it's like a Starbucks, so I can get or, some more butts in these seats. Yeah. Um. So yeah, after Taylor's diatribe, he storms out, and I was like, "Oh, Luke is completely won over by this." <laughs> and yep, he follows him right out and signs the signs it. Um. Then we see a lady troubadour, who I guess mm-hmm. turns out to be the troubadour's sister, and uh-huh. uh, who gets chased away. I wasn't sure if this lady troubadour was anybody. We should know, but, um, I will Google. Yeah. Kirk gives Paris and Rory a ride on the back of a cart and, (laughs) uh, a woman yells at him as as he's driving by. But, uh, we find out from Paris that she dumped Jonathan. Jonathan is a screenwriter now. What? (laughs) (laughs) Been to the movies lately, Rory. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling really good for Jonathan Despite the fact that, you know, Paris is like determined to uh, ruin his life uh, until I find out that he's got keys to Brett Ratner's pool house, which Jonathan run for your life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've heard about that pool house. (laughs) Uh, We go to Lane's and. um, Daughter of singer. Songwriter Carol King and songwriter Jeffrey Duff. Oh, so that's the other girl in the the theme song. Must be. Oh, well, there's a good cameo. Yeah. Uh, All right. So um, I I like when Kirk pulls up the lanes and he tells them to call his mom mom and give him a rating. Yeah. uh, He says, do you think Lane has an extension cord? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Rory is now looking for a dress in there. Like I said, Zach looks like Marty McFly. We see Brian. Brian hasn't changed. Gil definitely hasn't changed. No. Everybody's looking good except for poor Zach who looks like an old man. Yeah, he looks 40. He does. At 30, he looks 40 because he was 30 at 20. But it's good. You know, we got the the, the twins are, are 10 years old now and mom and dad still rocking together. They have a house, you know. It's Suki's house. Oh, is it Suki's house? I didn't realize that. Did they mention that? I think I saw it in the trivia. Oh, okay. I mean, now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, it does look exactly like it. But oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll go no. back to that later. Uh, uh, so uh, Rory calls Lorelai and just tells her to cut Grandma some slack. She just lost her husband, and while you're there, look for my outfit. <laughs> um, and then Paris and Rory watch a very tight. Well-produced, pre-recorded set by Happy Alien. <laughs> I was like, wow, they sound really good. <laughs> and I'm like, they just, they totally recorded this in the studio and <laughs> are like lip-syncing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're sounding good. I'm glad to see that they're still playing together. Uh, yeah, it looks like, uh, you know, Lane's still got a, has, has got a pretty good life. I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, the, uh, Zach is... In charge of roots or something, and what is that? What does Lane do for a job? Like I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, so we go to the Gilmore house, and Lorelai walks in to see the house being taken apart. But 
Then we see Emily in jeans and a t-shirt and Lorelai says, holy shit. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's a good there's a good place where you would definitely be happy to have a, a swear word on a Gilmore Girls show. Because this is an absolutely startling sight to see Emily walking around in t-shirt and jeans. And uh, yeah, apparently she's into this new hip person called Marie Kondo. <laughs> And talking about how, you know, each of her possessions she has to pick up and does it give me joy? And then if it doesn't give you joy, get rid of it. And then she talks about how, you know, Lorelai, I want to die in Washington. It's good there. I was thinking Vermont, but we vacationed there once and it was terrible. Squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) And I will tell you, my new house, there is... This gigantic tree next to my house, and all it does is rain down acorns like day in, day out, you know. <laughs> and boy, the squirrels love it. Matter of fact, I was like, I was like sitting in my driveway uh, as the kids were playing, and the squirrel like walked up like right near me with a, with an acorn in his hand. And I'm like, yeah, just carry on, man. <laughs> and <laughs> and it walked at up. You. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of stood there like, oh, like it walked around the the side of my car and saw me sitting st- sitting there. I'm like. And I'm like, just go take your acorn, man. I'm not going to take that from you. <laughs> There's lots of them. There's so many that come out of this tree. Uh, it, you know, I've never, never had squirrels be so much part of my life until moving here. Um, yeah. So Lorelai offers her a drink and she says, taste it. See if it brings you some joy. <laughs> and then she says, mom, nothing is going to bring you joy right now. Right. And, and yeah, I mean, this is kind of like familiar territory. But but it makes sense, obviously, bring it up, you know, post-Richard. We were mm-hmm. almost preparing for what's Emily's life going to be without Richard in, in her life before the show even ended. Um, mm-hmm. And now here we are. <laughs> um, and, it, you know, of course, it, it, it gets right back to that familiar like, well, you're not married. <laughs> and then she says, you and, Ru- you and Luke are roommates, which I was like, oh. <gasps> And then my immediate reaction after like that sharp intake of breath was, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't miss the wedding. We didn't miss – what's the thing that Luke made for Lorelai way back in the day that I'm like, they're going to get married into that thing? Oh, the um, – thing, thing, The, the arch, Jewish thing. Archway thing. It's a Jewish – it's a Yiddish word that I do not know. Uh, yeah. The chutzpah. Uh, <laughs> the schwitz. <laughs> yeah, <The>. sure. sure. <laughs> so they're going to get married under the the Beklemt by uh, the <laughs> final the final part of uh, of this uh, of this year in the life. And I'm I am so very like if there's anything that I'm like okay, so we're moving towards that. It's okay. Number one uh, for Paul to find out the deceitful a hole that Rory is. <laughs> Uh, number two for Emily to finally figure out what life without Richard is like and, you know, what, what's her life going to be Are we, you know, just to kind of get us to be happy that her, you know, this is what her life's going to be from here on out. Um, mm-hmm. and that probably involves some sort of new relationship with, uh, Lorelai, which I'm sure we're going to get into the next part, but <laughs> obviously the biggest thing is finally seeing Luke and Lorelai get married. Uh, so there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Lorelai suggests therapy. Emily says it's because she watches she watches uh, Sopranos. Yeah, Sopranos Sop- show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then you know, Emily's she, what like, does Lorelai say? 
yeah, he do- it does make it look good or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Emily is like, okay, I'll, tr- I'll give it a try, you know, and then she realizes she wants her bed- bedroom set back and Lorelai suggests that she change, which I'm like, really? Does she need to change? Maybe she just needs her power outfit to start barking orders again. You know, that's Lorelai's clothes. Yeah. I think she mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. She gave all of her clothes away. She didn't have anything to wear and she found that outfit. <laughs> so... We're back in Stars Hollow, and dear God, another Troubadour break. I mean, come on. We're going to get three uh, for each part. Freaking Troubadour. Uh, but we then cut right to the cutest thing, which is Lorelai walking Paul Anka, who is dressed up like Luke. Adorable. <laughs> with, a, with an order pad. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his hats were too small for it, for him, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lorelai's got a pretty purple coat with a pretty purple hat on. Lorelai gets a text, and uh, and this is from Paris. You know, some good news about you know prime beef or whatever she's talking about. And Luke's like, "I thought we weren't doing that." And Lorelai oh, gonna... sadly texts Paris back. Uh, she said, "We just tabled it." Uh, yeah, here we go. I mean. Oh. <laughs> They're going to drill some drama out of this. They're going to finally talk like normal human beings, and then they're going to get married. So I, I, I guess I got to get through those first couple of parts <laughs> to finally get what I, I've been in this show for this entire time, which is Luke and Lorelai, TLF, um, under the chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, right? Like, this is like... This is like classic, like, oh, we're not going to talk to each other. He's, I, and, and, and the thing is like, you know, she's like, I just want you to be happy. I want you to do what you want. And she, she's like, all right, we're going to try to do kids. Do you want this? No. Well, well, I'm not happy with, with no. So I guess I don't want what you want. Uh, I'm like, guys, just figure out a compromise. I don't know. Talk like normal people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they get Glog from Kirk, and Kirk mysteriously says, if Uber contacts you, say it was my brother Dirk. And I'm like, hmm, this could be taken as a joke <laughs> that yeah. Kirk is hiding from Uber because, uh, you know, obviously he was ripping off their business. But he could also be implying that he has a brother Dirk. Right. <laughs> and he has many, many other clones. There's... You know, Lurk, Burke, Cirque, Quirk. I don't know. <laughs> They've all been working these different jobs in Star Hollow all this time. Maybe. They just all answer to Kirk. Kirk Prime. I don't know. Uh, Gypsy says, the car is done. I left it idling. You're going to need to buy a new car. Uh, Emily calls and <laughs> I love this. You sound drunk. I'm not. And I guess it's because she's drinking the glog. And then Emily says, I took your advice. And then Lorelai's like, are you drunk? (laughs) (laughs) And Lorelai is so thrilled. Like she's like such a successful person because my mother took my advice. Yes. It was, you know, she's getting thank you. She's getting like Emily saying that, oh, she told this therapist that it was her idea. And, uh, and then she's just like, oh, she's, and it, and it sounds great for Emily 
and I, I, I've been here before. I've been in therapy and it's great. They do. They just let you talk all you want, you know? Um, and I've also done the thing where like, I've like throughout the week, I'm like, I got to talk to my therapist about that. So I write it down in a little notepad. So by the time the, you know, it's time for a session, a week's gone by. Um, I have all these different topics, uh, to talk about. Um, and so I like that Emily's doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, yeah. But then it turns out like, uh, you know, I'd love you to meet her sometime. Luke starts waving, gesturing frantically <laughs> and Lorelai's like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'll check in. That'd be great. I'd love to meet her. You know, that'd be so awesome. And then she gets up the phone and Luke's like, you're just, you know, agreed to go to therapy with your mother. Are you crazy? <laughs> and Luke and Lorelai like realizes it after she tries explaining it to him. So now that we've talked the entire running time of this first part, um, mm-hmm. I think we're done. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> like the Friday night dinners was like therapy and like yeah. you, you have to kind of take it to a next level. So yeah, go into therapy. This, this will surely be a great set up for oh. fireworks. Oh, we're going to get, some, oh, please give me a, give me a good cameo for, for, for the therapist. I, I'm so excited. Um, you know, I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to watch and, and find out, uh, you know, uh, would it be fun if we had the therapist, the, the, who's the lady that plays the therapist in Sopranos? I forget. Lorraine oh. Rocco, I think. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, or, you know, I don't, please don't give me like, I mean, I guess I'm okay with Berta, but please do not bring like Alex, uh, what's her name from who was the harpist? And then she was Missalina. Oh, Bur- Bur- Borstein. Alex Borstein. Yeah. yeah. I don't want some sort of like, I need like, I need a Jan Levinson, you know, give me, give me Jan Levinson again. That was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I'm excited. Uh, what's, what's, what's next? <laughs> next is spring. Wait, spring comes after winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. I bet the next two episodes are called summer and fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want to hear the, uh, synopsis? Ooh, is it spoilery? Uh, no, not really. Is it what's on Netflix? Uh, it just says, Ahead, as Roy's as Roy's secret London love affair continues, working on her book pro- proposal becomes increasingly difficult. Lorelai and Emily go to therapy together. Ah, so it is London. Why would yeah. she send her boxes to London? Is she uh, what's wrong with her? Maybe she, because she knew she was going to be in London a lot, hmm. writing the book. Yeah, that's true. Alex Kingston. But how did she know? Like. She did. She obviously she doesn't know what's in each box. <sighs> yeah. But okay, we're thinking about it too much because I didn't think about that. I thought it was just <laughs> a cute idea to get from person to person. Yeah. A reason for Rory to go see Lane and uh, right. Have All something right. there to do. Well, let's let's wrap this up. Um, thank you everybody for uh, listening and. Uh, you know, I made a mention in the group. I'd love to hear what people are thinking of our thoughts, especially as we're wrapping up Gilmore Girls and heading to our uh, extended hiatus. 
let me let us know what you're thinking uh, of our coverage. And you know, did I say something dumb? Um, what was that word that Steph was trying to think of earlier? You know, the usual. <laughs> it was. Uh... <laughs> What was it? I can't think of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it? All right, everybody. We'll aggressive, see you. <laughs> aggressive traveling. We'll, we'll see you in spring. La 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 la. Oh wait, it's gotta be happier. La 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 la. la, 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 la Netflix money. La la. <laughs> Trumps and bass. <laughs>